0: attention everyone the unpleasant truths you're about to hear are not a mistake the realest show on the planet the views and opinions expressed in this program do not
1: necessarily reflect management or its sponsors
0: this is Willie D live with your host Willie D welcome to the show I'm about to go in with Tech nah. You dig <laughs> what I'm saying? Up, hey, but before I do, as always, we like to start the show off with a bit of good news. Today's good news is coming out of Austin, Texas, where a new scholarship program gives young artists the chance to follow their passions. For Corey Tinson, an opportunity to go to the university for what she loves to do is natural. It's a natural extension of a lifelong passion for dance. Her dad called and said Corey knew she wanted to be a dancer before anyone else did. Even when she was very young, she was finding ways to make dance a part of everything she did, despite an early dance teacher kicking her out of class for doing cartwheels. Her love of movement never faded. Dance was a constant in Corey's life when her father had to leave the family for army deployments overseas. When everything else was uncertain or changing, dance was always a part of Corey's life. For some dancers, the dream of going further and their studies ends after high school, and not for a lack of passion. Of the more than 7,000 universities and colleges across America, only about 80% percent—eighty of them accredited da- are accredited dance programs. Private unaccredited programs exist, but they're often even more expensive, and students who attend them might not be eligible for aid. This is the reality for so many creative youth looking to follow their dreams. There aren't enough schools with programs for what they want to do. Even if they find a school they love and are accepted to, there are often aren't enough scholarships to help them afford to go. It's a big pro- problem, and one that the Live My Scholarships are trying to fix. The Live My Scholarships are offered exclusively to talented, creative students who want to pursue high, higher education but don't fit the criteria for standard academic or athletic scholarships. These students are artists, writers, and musicians. They're filmmakers, designers, and activists. They're powerfully powerfully talented dancers like Cory. In 2016, the Live Moss Scholarship Fund awarded 220 scholarships to deserving recipients, ranging from $2,500 to $25,000. They promise a -a one-of-a-kind opportunity for the next generation, one that's not based on grades or sports. There are no essays, no test scores, no right or wrong answers. There's just talent and a desire to do more with it. Corey received a scholarship to attend the prestigious dance program at the University of Texas in Austin. For her, it's the culmination of a dream and a reminder of who she is. Corey's mom, Minnie, agrees. I've always had two words for Corey. Whenever she goes to school or she, she's on stage, be brave, she said. Fight for your dreams. Fight through your failures, and you'll survive. And through that, you'll find happiness. You'll find joy. Y'all, reach out to the big. Give a big old shout out to Live My Scholarships out in Austin, man. Let them know that you appreciate their service. For more good news as well as daily motivational and empowering content, download the Good Spy app today from iTunes or Google Play. Ladies and gentlemen. Amen. That's beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen. Yes. <clears throat> Tech Nine is in the building, yes sir. Hey, and he brought a special guest with him, Big Chris Calico,
1: man. What's happening? My brother. Yes sir. It ain't no Chris it Calico, it ain't, it it ain't. without Tech Nine without Chris Calico. There's no Tech Nine. That's
0: right. <clears throat> I I can dig it. I can dig yeah. it, man. How y'all feel like that? How's how's the tour going?
1: It's going good, man. It started off uh, kind of slow, man, because uh, fall tours are uh, really a lot different than our spring and the summer tours. You know what I'm saying as far as attendance, so. You know, it, it makes you worry a little bit. But as we kept going, you know what I'm saying, in the midst of it, it started selling out like we usually do. You know Hey, man,
0: saying? you got a little irony in the name. It's the calm before the storm. Yes, 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 you know what what yes. It's the calm so, before so, the storm. So it's just getting, it's, it's getting started. It's cranking exactly, up now. Exactly,
1: exactly, exactly. You know, and, and, and that's crazy that you brought that up because I, I feel like that uh, after all these years, man, because I've been rhyming since 85, you know, I was in seventh grade. Right. And uh, uh, I'll be 45 November 8th. I mean, yeah, 45, because I'm 44 right now, right?
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah not, not that he had checked with
1: me. Really, because I always tell people I'm 22, you know what I'm saying? Right, I, I feel right, like I'm right. 22, you know what I'm saying? So right. I'm like, am I about to turn 45? But um, my music just keeps getting better and better, and I knew if I named my new album The Storm off of my first album in Kansas City in 96, was called The Combo for The Storm. So 20 years later, I knew that if I named it, the storm that it would push me to do the best music I've ever done, and I think I right. did it. You know what I'm saying?
0: Right, but let me, let me address this elephant in the room, man. Cause okay. Anytime anybody think of Tech nine, first 1st one of the first things come to mind. Okay. Is that damn rapid flow? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, how how did you develop that flow?
1: I got it. Um, I first heard it from Slick Rick. Lick the balls, man. I he, think that's what he was rapping like that. He say. He said something like, Don't worry about a thing just rich, there's nobody sees us. We're rich, we're rich, we're gonna have whatever would please us. It's just that little toast and like right. Jamaican toast. Don't, don't worry about a thing, I like, I like that style that he did. So I started doing that style and started doubling it up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it turned into a chopper style, you know what I'm saying? And when I say, when I say Slick Rick, people's like, What? What do you mean? Right. But if you listen to Lick the Balls and some of the styles that he do, it's in there, dog.
0: So so you took it to the next level With the doubling up on it Yes so and then that's, that's and, all you
1: and then, and then later years Like um, I, I saw Twista come out Like big like uh, on TV with it I'm like right. whoa You know what I'm saying It was right. another fast rapper Right. You know what I mean? Because so, my first my first rhyme in 85, in the seventh grade, was non stopping rapping in the year of 85, but when the money dogs rapping, MC rappers want to crop but when you hear the vicious beatball echo through your bones, think of D-O-N-T-E-Z-Z, because he stands alone. Nobody wasn't rapping like that, because right. it was like when, when LLQJ was out and everybody was rapping, like, motivating, and then I'm devastating, just, right. you know what I'm saying? It was like that, like, I feel... Good like candy, you know what I'm right. saying? Everybody was trying to mimic that. But right. mine was like, Mom stopped rapping in the year of 85. But when it started like that, so I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's just something it's just something that uh I felt like it came from lick the balls. That's that's when I first started really like doubling it up, you know what I'm saying? Now
0: now when you were doing it, were people amazed or were they more like, <clears throat> What the hell is this dude talking about?
1: They was always amazed. The yeah. first time I busted a rap in school, um, people have always been amazed cuz I used to I used to do it and beat up I did all that on my chest, you know what I'm saying? Right. When I was rapping, you know what I'm saying? So like you heard Aaron, you know, cuz my name is Aaron Yates. Right. You heard Aaron, he beats on his chest and raps, you know? And it, it don't sound like nobody else. So I never sounded like anybody even though I wanted to be Ice Cube, you know what I'm saying? Right. That's 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 what made me really want to rap Ice Cube, uh Public Enemy, BDP, stuff like that that made me want to rap, you know what I'm saying? Like really take it seriously right. because because as a kid, you know what I mean, growing up in a Christian home, uh, all we had is Shirley Caesar and uh, church music, you know what I'm saying, but next door, they had Blowfly, Rap Dirty, you know what I'm saying, Rap Dirty and all that at the Reese's house next door, you know, so you used to go next door, and then from there, you know, we moved from Wayne Minor Projects when I was 10, when I was 10, we moved on 59th and Swell Parkway, it was Roger Troutman and Zap, you know what I'm saying, that really intrigued me, and then then I heard Planet Rock for the first time around that time. You know what I'm saying by Africa Bambada and the Soul Sonic Force at a family reunion skating party at Skateland East, mm-hmm. and it just made me stop on the on the on the on the rink and like, what the hell is that eerie sound? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, uh, it's always been about music. So I used to be a dancer, pop lock and break dancer to so all that. You know, so even Michael right. Jackson dancing, everything, MC Hammer dancing, all that. You know what I'm saying? So with rhythm came rhyme. So I always I already had the rhythm from being a dancer. So it was, it was easier for me to stay on beat when I'm rapping like that. Right. Follow me all around the planet. I run the gambling no on psychology. They can never manage me do damage with no apology. Pick them up to the panic a little minute because I got to be friendly. I got my gem, because I'm a noddy. You know what I'm saying? You <laughs> yeah. got to be able to stay on beat on that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. Now, you got to say, this is what I, I, I wanted to say, man. Like, when I think about those rappers, I call them double rhyming.
1: Double rhyming, uh, yeah, it is.
0: When I, when I think about that, I always it's, it's three names that uh, invariably come to mind. Bonthub. And that's of course Bonter, Twister, Twister and you. Yeah. Now, yeah. I can understand what you and, and and Twister are saying. Yeah. You know, exactly. what I mean, it, even though y'all like fucking just. Shoo, I never could understand Bone I though.
1: I, I could never I, understand I Bone, but I, I ain't never, the only one. But I
0: know I like it. But I, I know the hell they do too. Everybody liked it. <laughs> exactly. I know like. I know I like I it. I
1: know people that actually know the words. You know, even on the simplest stuff like I know. "and we're gonna miss everybody, and we're gonna miss everybody, and then it just switched. and we're gonna miss everybody, and who the hell is Edward Lottie? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's going to sound like? It was saying. Yeah. If you listen yeah. to it, he's say, "And I'm gonna busy be on and I'm gonna miss everybody, and I'm gonna miss everybody, and I'm gonna miss everybody." And I'm like what? You yeah. know what I'm saying? I don't know what he said. Right. But when they went when we went on tour with them, DJ Ice was telling me uh something about little boo boo got killed or something. Little boo boo, guys got him. We never knew what that was. Right. You know what I'm saying? He said little uh. boo boo was their homeboy. He was right. like he was breaking down the lyrics for us. Like, little boo-boo, God's got him. And we're going to yeah, miss everybody. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have known if right. DJ Ice didn't tell us. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't the only one, and you ain't the only one that never under, really understood everything right. Bone Thug say. You know what I'm saying? And I go with the chopper flow.
0: Man, and then check this out, man. I remember we, we were in Cleveland back in the day, and Bone opened up for us. Yeah. And I remember Chief, our role manager, came back, and he was like, man, you all you heard them little motherfuckers, man, rapping, man, them little niggas. Man, them niggas is killing it, man. They they killing it. Uh, man, they got the crowd going crazy. Mm-hmm. So we we were backstage. So you know, you come around, peek out. You yeah. Know, I peek yeah. out. I'm like, oh shit! Everybody losing it. Yeah. And I'm like, man, what the fuck are they saying? Yeah. So, of course, we slept on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and next thing you know, it was like maybe two years later. Yeah. They they signed a deal with Easy and the yeah. rest is history. Oh man,
1: it blew up, man. Yeah, made history.
0: Now you you've signed a number of deals yourself, man. You yeah. You 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 you've been busy, man. Yeah,
1: I signed my first record deal in '93 with uh, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. And, yeah, uh, you
0: got so much <clears throat> damn history. Yeah. Yeah I, 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 yeah, I looked that up, and you also. Uh, well, I remember this. Uh, I remember this off the top mm-hmm. of my head, but you still used to uh, be signed to Quest Records.
1: Yeah, 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 Quincy Jones. So all this is tied together, man. Okay. Like, OG Muggs over there, he always called me Lil' Michael Jackson. You right. know what I'm saying? Because of the, 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 the fanaticism of my fans and stuff right. like that. That's why I think he called me Lil' Michael Jackson. I'm not sure why he called right. me. But he's been calling me that for a long time. But when I think about it, I was signed with uh, Jimmy Jim and Terry Lewis back in the day. They did Janet Jackson's music. You know what I'm saying? You right. remember? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they yeah, did yeah. Control and all yeah, that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I lost that deal from 93 to 95. 96, 97 is when I signed The Quest with Quincy Jones. He did Michael Jackson's music. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So we was all I was always connected with the Jacksons somehow. You know right. what I'm saying? I don't know how. I don't know and, why. You,
0: but You never did a song with Mike.
1: Nah, I wanted to though, I would have, I, I, I believe I would have, I believe I would have did a song with Mike and he would have did a song with Prince, we would have did it together, you know what I'm saying, because his, his, th- his big thing is Prince, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Yeah, and he loves Michael Jackson too, but you know, Prince is his thing, you know what I'm saying, Prince is everybody's thing for real, but right. uh, I would have did a song with Michael Jackson, but I actually <clears throat> got to do something on my new album with Marsha Ambrosia's A Flower Tree, and Mike signed them, you know what I'm saying, Brownstone mm-hmm. back in the day. So that made me feel good. I've been I've been a Brownstone fan since since day one. I, I, I used to date Maxie back in the back back in uh was it ninety three? Was it 93? I think it was ninety three. You used to date who? Maxie. She she passed. She was one of the group members, uh <clears throat> Brownstone. I heard oh. you know what I'm saying? And if you well, love me saying it, if you recently trust me. died, right? Yeah. Like yeah. Maybe yeah. what, a year or so? Yeah, 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 yeah. She felt yeah. felt fell, fell in uh, cut her neck on a glass or something, something like that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So when I was out there in '93, I think that was '93. Was it '93 or '96? I okay, can't. I'll get my my uh, years yeah, mixed that's up. Yeah, big man. That,
0: that's a large spread. '93. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, it was, I think was, was right? It, was that '93 or '94? I think, <laughs> I think, no. I think it, maybe ninety three I think it was '93. <laughs> I think it was '93. I think it was because <laughs> right. I was doing big
1: drugs back then. I've been clean for like almost 12 years. But, right. Uh, I was doing big drugs. It's hard to remember a lot of that stuff back then. But uh, right. Uh, but I did a song with Marsha Ambrosius, you know, it's on my new album uh, called Anywhere. And uh, I remember when they got signed to MJJ back in the day. I think they were like the first group to get signed by Michael yeah. Jackson. So that makes me feel good. Like I was connected no matter what. And I got to talk to her on the phone like a, uh, like a couple weeks ago for the first time. And she's like, Tech, I'm glad we finally got to do a song because she heard me talking about her for so long. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I've been such a big fo- f- fan of Floetry, And so that, yeah. I think that's connected to Mike too.
0: Man, you gotta be the most <clears throat> underground mainstream artist. Oh, that's crazy! I'm a clusterfuck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
1: Because I'm underground, but yeah. it's bleeding over to the mainstream. I got yeah. songs with Kendrick Lamar and Two Chains, and you know, on the metal side, I got Slipknot and System of a Down. And on the new album, I got Corn on there. You know what I'm saying? Jonathan Damn. Davis is on there, so it's like. It's like I've always been the underground underdog, but its I think its you just can't contain good music, bruh. You know what I'm saying? And you know that. Yeah. Y'all forever. Yeah. So you just can't contain it. You, it's no ceiling that can hold y'all or hold us. So, you know, it's going to keep on bleeding over because we're still pushing for world domination. There's some places on the world, on the earth that we ain't we ain't tread yet. You know what I'm saying? There's some places we ain't even been. We ain't been to Brazil yet to do nothing. We ain't been to Japan yet and did nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We ain't been to Africa yet to do nothing. You know what I'm saying? And we got fans from it? over there. No. Man, I know you got
0: fans. They tell
1: us. They tell us. Yeah. We just gotta get over there, man. It's like we got a lot more What's work the hold to do. Up? Uh I don't know if there's a hold up. I think it's always um promoters have to get us there, or we have to do it ourselves. You know what I'm saying, and find venues ourselves over there. And I don't think we did that yet. You know, what I'm I am don't
0: think that's the way to go. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's a little bit different. I mean, yeah, you got, I, I, you got to know the terrain. I used to yeah, live overseas. So, exactly, exactly. So, so, so you want to connect? All you got to do is connect with that one promoter. Exactly. And then once that happens, then you're yeah. off to the races.
1: That's what I mean. Having the right promoter, man, and and right people. You know what I'm saying? Well, and, well
0: I, I know a couple of promoters over there that uh-huh. that I that that's connected. I I, yeah. I, I wouldn't have no problem connecting you with
1: them. Yeah, I would love to, man, because yeah. we, we even been to Kuwait and Bahrain when, when the heat was on, brother, you know what I'm right. saying? To where we were like wondering if we should go, but it was for the troops. So mm-hmm. we like, you know, I'm going, you know what I mean? Because without them over there doing what they do, we won't be free over here to do what we do, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so uh, we went over there and did the USO tour for the troops. Now when was this? What what year was it, Chris? 2012, I want to say, maybe.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. 2012, I think.
0: Yeah. Now, how long have you and Chris been ride?
2: Oh man, since 2000. Since 2000,
1: I yeah. came. I came to him and told him I wanted him to do uh, my second uh, major record with me. It was called uh, Absolute Power. It right. Was, but I got with him around my first album, Angelic. I think you did a song yeah. for me on and Angelic. And how did, yeah. y- how did
2: y'all meet? We did a we did a song called um, Who You Come To See.
1: Mm-hmm. I found him. Uh, at an open mic session, but he knew uh, it was on 18th and Vine, you know what I'm saying, Mardi down Gras. in Kansas City, where we're from, it's, it's called, City, right? it's, it's called yeah. the Mardi Gras in the Jazz District, you okay. know what I'm saying, 18th of Vine, you know, Charlie Parker, I, I found him down there, he was down there singing and doing poetry, you know what I mean, at this thing that they had on Tuesdays called uh, Open Mic at Mardi Gras, you know what I'm saying, and uh, he happened to live behind the producer that I used, Icy Rock back then, you know what I'm saying? Okay. He, he lived in the same, uh,
2: it was a housing, housing development, it's like yeah. a new housing development right yeah. in the hood. Citadel, right. you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, kind of Citadel Homes. And,
1: uh, I met him, he, I ran into him over there one day at the Rock Pit, and, uh you know, we pl- I play music. He paid me to do a song before, you know what I'm saying? Okay. At the rock pit. He's like, I'll pay you seven hundred dollars to do this, you know what I'm saying? I think he sold me some weed or something. I did. <laughs> I did. Um <laughs> Yeah. yeah. At the time crazy. I was I
2: was crazy. working at T Mobile. choir, choir boys sold yeah. me some weed. Yeah. <laughs>
1: you know yeah. what I'm saying? And, uh, <laughs> what did I need the weed for? I had a chick or something. What, uh, what else you
0: gonna need the weed for? Yeah, I don't right. know. But uh we met. Well, maybe maybe it's used as inspiration, you know. Right <laughs> That's what it is. is. That's what you are
2: gonna go with. I you doubt going, it. I think going it was with about, inspiration. I
1: think it was about a chick. I think it was about. A it chick. was. Yeah, it yeah, was. yeah. I think it was about a chick because I wouldn't. Yeah, but uh I met. I I, I, I found him at. Mardi Gras, but we did work at the same studio. And uh, after I heard him do his thing, after he paid me, I heard him singing on this song called It's Called Deception and Lies. You know, so I'm saying? like, ah, he got a really good voice. I'm like, I need that on my next album. I said, hey, dude, I want you to do my next, my whole next album with me. He thought that I was lying. I thought he was playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he worked at T Mobile. You know, I told him, man, forget that job. Come with me. Right. You I
2: know, thought he was playing. That. Somebody tell you, forget <laughs> your job with benefits. Right. You're not gonna just be like, okay, cool. I was like, man, uh, no, man, nah, I'm gotta. i burning CDs, I'm selling bootleg movies, working at T-Mobile, and selling weed, I'm gonna just stick with that. So so
0: how long did it take you to be convinced that this is a better way?
2: Years, it really took years, man. I mean, I rolled with him, and I did work, like we would go do gigs, like he called me and told me, man, I want you to do a whole album with me, and I was like, take what me to do a whole album with him. And then we did a whole album together. <laughs> And then we started. I did a couple shows, and then more shows, and more shows. But I kept my job. So we would do, we would do shows, man, in like Detroit, and either take a flight or take off right after the show, so I could get back to work. Right. And I never, I really didn't think it was gonna work. I'm not gonna lie. He always thought it was gonna work. I never, I wouldn't get no tattoos. I was like, nah, dude, I'm gonna probably have to work in the corporate world. This is what I'm gonna do. I think you. I, I thought, he, I thought he had a dream. I thought he was just a dreamer, you know what I'm saying? And right. i always been like a responsible dude. Plus, I was doing like gospel theater and all, I was doing all of this at one time. I was still singing in church. I was super, super active in church still. And uh, it ended up, uh, we fi- I finally, after a minute, it took us, we weren't getting paid for gigs. I was doing shows with him, but we weren't getting paid for him. We were just trying to get on, you know, kind of get on. Even though he was, to me and to Kansas City, he was already on. Tech nine was like already huge in Kansas City. So I'm thinking like where the bread at? I ain't getting no and then I got fired because I was doing shows with him and I was living off my unemployment. I'm like, this is not gonna work. Right. This ain't gonna work, Tech Man. I, I thought this was gonna be something that he was like, "Just stick with me. Watch how legendary we become, man." And then we finally, once I first got that first two hundred dollars for that show, I was like, <laughs> "Okay, I got two hundred dollars. Maybe this, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> maybe this will work out." He didn't believe.
1: Didn't. He didn't believe. It. He didn't believe it because I told him on top of him being uber talented. His look, you know what I'm saying, with his vitiligo, with the skin disease that he has, you know what I'm saying? I said, people will connect with that, bruh, bruh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And, and all his life, he got teased about it and picked on
2: and bullied because of it, you know what I'm saying? And,
0: right. And now, now it's, a, it's used as a, as a weapon to get your bread on. Well, it's the reason out. why it's my name is Cat.
2: It's why they call me Calico, because it's like the cat, Chris Calico. Uh, that's, that's the reason for my name. And it, he was right. It connected. And like, I do party songs, but most of the time when we do, or when I do, really meaningful songs people really connect with it because i talk a lot about having mental illness and mm. you know things like that it, things that a lot of people can um identify with yeah. and so uh here we are man you know 16 years later and millions of fans later man you know and it's and, uh, and
1: they've got his face on their skin and stuff
2: yeah wow thousands of people have that in my chris calico tattoo and so my arms. 2k turned backwards it looks like a spider we call it the spider k and now here we are, man, still inspiring other artists and inspiring even, even mainstream artists, man. And that's why they reach out to us. You know, when, I, when we're walking somewhere and I've seen 2 chains backstage at a festival we playing and I'm just kind of walking. He's walking with his boys and I'm by myself backstage. And he's like, hold on. Hey, Chris Calico, hey, man, come here, man. I love your stuff. And I'm like, ah, you know me? Because we hey, never really know, you at, know.
0: At some point, the student, a good student, will become the teacher. Yeah. Hey, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. So yeah, man, a lot of uh, lot of deals with different uh, labels and things. Yeah. Uh, explain to me how do you how do you uh, get out of those deals and basically it's like seamlessly. Like you never hear about Tech Nine having issues and. You know, you never hear about the contractual disputes. Uh, your, your business is never displayed for the world to hear about it or yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, you know? I I, I happen to be uh, lucky enough or smart enough to choose a partner that's so business savvy that he could handle all that. You know what I'm saying? Because when he got with me, I was I was already signed to swaying King Tech. This is Travis Travis O'Gwen yeah okay. I was trying to Sway and King Tech when Travis came in QD3 you know what I'm saying production Windswept Pacific Publishing I was a, on it, Mid, Midwest Side Records yeah, you know i had a contractual
2: obligation with Warner Brothers yeah
1: Warner Brothers <laughs> uh, it was just so many people connected to me mm-hmm. but I would never put out an album on Warner Brothers and with Quincy Jones because they were fighting with us the whole time they they wanted me to do popcorn can you cuss on here yeah okay they wanted to do uh popcorn bullshit music you know right. what I'm saying and I didn't want to do that you know what I'm saying and uh so whenever Quincy would get through kicking it with Oprah somewhere in the Caribbean he'd come back home to Bel Air you know what I'm saying and have me and his son QD3 come up there and like how's it going with my label I'm like They don't like the music we're doing. They want us to do this popcorn shit for Shaq's new movie, uh, Steel, or something, which is cool. But I want to put my music in it. I don't want to do that popcorn music that these beats they're trying to sell. He'd go and fire everybody, so they hated us. So we never really got to put out a record. So when it was time to get off of that label, Quincy was like, I love you, Tech. Do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Because we never got to put out anything. Same thing with Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Maybe all of these were learning um, situations, you know what I'm saying? For me to learn what not to do and how to go the direction I went. Because one thing I noticed about Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, they were never there either. Um, at the time, Sharon Hayward was the president, and she didn't know what the fuck she was doing, you know what I'm saying? Especially with a black dude with a painted face, with red spiked hair, come out with a bishop's robe and have two damn near naked bitches take it off of me and then start rapping, you know? Right. They, they didn't know <laughs> what to do with that. I don't believe nobody would know <laughs> I, what to do with I, that. I was sitting there thinking, like, <laughs> you know what what I wouldn't know what the hell to do with that. <laughs> what do you do with that?
0: You I, know think, man? I think that's... What, is that the first time I met you was at the smoke out uh, Cypress Hill smoke yeah
1: I think so yeah and I I
0: saw you now here's the thing about me though you know I'm a businessman yes sir oh yeah when I see it I believe it. When, it, when mm-hmm. I see the people, when I see the customers, mm-hmm. hey, it's real. I don't give a damn if we's talking about pouring concrete. Yes, sir. Uh, I, I want to yes, get. Sir. How can I get down with that concrete business? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Man. And I want to know. <laughs> and when I saw you doing mm-hmm. your thing like that, I, well, I, I already knew about you forever. Yeah. I've been I already, I already had been following your movement for a long time. Exactly. You you've done a lot of collaborations. Mm-hmm. You big on collaborations. Yes, you, sir. Like you, I don't even know if I know of any other uh, independent artists. Who really don't have to do collabs, no doubt. but do collabs. Yeah, you know, I what, do them because I love the significance to.
1: Of it? I do it. I, I want to work with people that I love musically. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I, I, that's what I want to do. I, you know, I grew up listening to Ghetto Boys. You know what I'm saying. As I rolled through Fifth Ward, I saw this man. He was blind, but he was blind. I, I snatched his jewelry and ran. I caught up with Box and said, I "Think it's worth a grand?" He smiled and he giggled and he shook my oh, hand. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like oh, yeah. I was on when it first happened. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. It's like when, when, when my people uh, uh, got with Scarface for me, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I was uh, even though he's in the studio with him and we was laughing at him the whole time how he recorded, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that, that's another story. We was laughing how, like, oh. how was he recording?
2: <laughs> I tell you because he gonna give you the soft version. I, I need to. Know he gonna give I, you the I soft version. We
1: were there. So like we were here heard in heard Houston. We was here before. in Houston at, a, at some studio. Uh, I think we were performing what hours away. We were, what it was
2: years ago. I don't know what year it was, was like five years we was ago. We were in now. Austin or something? Where, where oh, we drove here from Dallas.
0: From Dallas, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just yeah. to record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all yeah, probably had to take over.
1: And uh, probably, you know what I'm saying? And uh, what? you tell the story? Man. Yeah, I think man. that's the day.
0: Okay, let me.
1: Let me uh, yuck Mouth Down because he was down at the beginning and he gave me a chance, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, so. You know, I've I worked with so many people, man, and it ain't. You know, I got the song with Eminem on my last album. You know what I mean? And Wait a minute,
0: man. I just thought about something. <coughs> you, you can't be real. I mean, it's a lot of corny ass niggas in this game, man. You got to be fake, man. You know, how, how you gonna just be doing shit with a nigga just because he gave you a chance? No, I don't mean like that. No, I don't mean just, like no, that. no. What I'm what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that. What I'm saying is that. Yukmouth gave you a chance, so yeah. you know you're trying to do the right thing by giving him a chance. I mean, what by, by helping him out, you know, giving him a verse. You need a few verses, so you're trying to do the right thing. Well, yeah, yeah. But yeah. what I'm saying is that today. Uh-huh. In today's society uh-huh. That ain't really how it go I know. You know It's a lot of fake ass I'm dudes a real like nigga people. though So it's yeah. like I remember you from
1: back in the day We still connected You know what yeah. I'm saying We still I ain't gonna get No big I've been on the Forbes list Four times in a row yeah. That don't mean That I can't work with the dudes I came up with You know what I'm saying I'm sti- I still got four, 14 artists on the, on the label And we still signing people Right. You know what I'm saying? I use my money. I put my money back in to let this thing grow. And Travis puts his money back in. You know, we reinvest. Keep reinvesting and, and you know what I'm saying, and more and more into our artists. You know what I'm saying? So I've always been a real nigga. I was like, it's like I remember Yuckmouth being a real nigga to me, and he's always right. been a real nigga. So um, I just wish that a lot of the youngsters today had the same outlook on life and people yeah. and respect. You know what now, I'm saying?
0: Now, as an artist, and... Business man, as an artist and boss,
1: mm-hmm.
0: when you sign artists, I remember Cube saying that uh, one of the reasons why he stopped signing artists, he stopped dealing with artists. He said because if you you sign them and they don't blow up, they blame you. Yeah, you're gonna get blamed. It, yeah, he said if you sign them and they don't blow up, they blame you. If you, um, if how did he say it? He said if you sign them and they don't blow up, they blame you. If you if you, uh, well, I miss, damn, I missed the second half of it. But yeah. that, at least that was that was one. Well, of the big well, things.
1: of course, that's that's naturally what people are gonna do. But if you do your job right and you make sure you put everything into them and never give up on them, then they won't have to blame you. Yeah, right. You know what I'm
2: saying? That's what I think. As, as an artist, I'm not, I'm not a, I haven't been a boss in this particular uh, business. And so, as an artist, I would blame you too. You know what I'm saying? But I, and, and I, but I can tell you why I think that because as an artist, if you agreed to sign me and you sign off on my music, mm-hmm. and we have uh, so that means now you have an obligation to push it, and you say we're going to go to radio, and you say we're going to do these things, and I, and none of those things come to fruition, then it's not the artist's fault. It actually is your fault. Well,
0: not necessarily because see, here's the thing about artists and 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 label relationships. <clears throat> The label, even if the label has the best intentions, right? The label can only take an artist as far as an artist is willing to cooperate. No, right. I'm talking about, about a cooperative if
2: artist. If that you know. artist
0: is not. Well, I, I know a number of artists that don't cooperate. at the label. Exactly. Well, the,
2: the, uh, yeah, but I mean, we, I'm, I'm saying those. like you would have to say this is. We're making generalizations here, but yeah. you would have to say it's it's artist by artist though, because I would say just from my perspective <laughs> as an artist who cooperates and does all these things, if you don't do everything, right. if your end of the bargain flops, that it, that's gonna be on you. That's not gonna right. be on the artist, especially if he hasn't been a problem and he's delivering smashers, yeah, you know see, what I'm saying? See, You're see, gonna, that's what, then that's what see, it is. See,
1: we, we're, we're, we're like something else because in this game, we ain't never missed a show or a plane flight. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, you know, that don't happen.
0: Yeah, neither have I. I you know what no. I'm saying, I, I've been on tour yeah. with DMX. I right. know how crazy it can get. That's right. Jesus. You know, yeah, it's missing it's planes, everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: You know, I, you know, I know how long it takes some guys to get on stage when they pulls going on ten, going at ten, and they end up going on at one. Right. But usually when we do show, we got a curfew. They got a the curfew in the building. If you got to be out there, if you go on at. You go on at ten thirty, and you got to be out of there by twelve forty-five. You know what I'm saying? We have to do that correctly, right? You know what I mean? So you know we're we're we're, we're like different when it comes to that. We're a dream for real. I was right. gonna say that.
2: Yeah. I was gonna say yeah. I say we're a dream. Yeah, we're a dream for real. We're cooperative, and we kill it on stage, and we make good music. So yeah. You, so awesome. so let me ask you this. And,
0: and you and you're rolling like. The Rolling Stones out there, right all the damn buses y'all right. out there, man. I'm, I'm looking like it's about big old college game going right. on or something. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so that's so I
2: would present that back to you, since you brought the subject up. If you have artists like this who make good music, and you agree that it's mm-hmm. good music, and that it's hits, yeah. and that are on the road constantly, and that aren't uh, that are on time, and the crowds they pack the crowds out, and then it flops. Whose fault is it? And I'm asking then, your opinion, this is your opinion
0: though if the record flops,
2: just yeah, if the artist even flops record, well, I was even going bigger, but let's just well, say record we can we can we can pull it back to just the record flops
0: well we can we can address both, okay, if, if the record flops, uh you got to think about you know sometimes you know like I say, I've been on both sides right and and I've seen. The label do spend the money and I've seen them try the seconds, try that single, then try that one. Yeah, and it, it just, just don't work. Don't work. It just don't, it just some, don't catch fire. For some fire. reason the fans don't gravitate toward the record yeah. sometimes. Yeah. And then I've also seen the other side where the actual artists flop. Artists should not flop.
2: Right. Exactly. You know,
0: if the artist if the record label believes in the artist, then that art the artist, the record label should Put the artist in a position to where that artist can grow its fan base. Exactly. There used to be a time when, when you sign a le- when you sign a deal with a with a record label, the record label would expect not to go gold the first album, not to go platinum, but to maybe sell fifty thousand the first the first album. Right. The second album, a quarter of a million. Mm-hmm. And then by the third album they're recouping They're getting their money back And then you're making mm-hmm. a little money totally. And then that fourth album is when you start seeing Some, some, some royalty type money Right. You know that, that used to be the standard Now the standard is You got a single Let's Okay we're going to buy that single We're going to work that And then we're going to work it And then after we burn that single to death what else do you have? And If right. you don't have anything else, your career is over. It's
2: over. <laughs> and
0: and I think artists need to be aware of that. Yeah. They exactly. need to understand that if if you know, if you're going to play that singles game, yeah, then that could happen to you. Yeah. Well, you're gonna I, have I to change with game.
2: how you're gonna have to change with how. But but evolution always happens. Things always evolve. This business has evolved <clears throat> from this to this to this, from eight track to albums to cassettes to CDs to digital. You know what I'm saying? So you have to be able to adjust, no matter what it is. So if yeah. it's single driven, yeah. then you better come with that single, yeah, or you, you, you better go buy you some Metro PCS no, stores seen, seen, and do I that. think
0: you have to come with that. <laughs> I think you have to come with that single with the idea of <laughs> securing your legacy And make If this is if you want A, lo, a longevity in the game Right you right, just, right You just want to hit it And quit it Then fine Get yeah. your single Make all the money you can And then go open up Some wing stores Exactly so That's what i say. Whatever wing, you want to do Wing style Do, yeah, do, yeah. do whatever you want to no do No doubt Do, do something yeah. do, do that If yep. that's what you want to do We're
1: still on
2: the incline but, After all these years man. if so, you want
0: longevity yeah. Yeah. If you want longevity You better You got better figure out That balance
2: Exactly Well that's been the difference I think with Strange And with Especially with Tech Um it hasn't been uh, his uh, career is not hinged on uh, hinged on making a single. Right. It's like now when the singles popped and Hood Go Crazy came out and Fragile come out, you know, and the new one we got Everybody with Me comes out, that enhances it. It just enhances it. It lets the masses know because you get that m- mass media, you know, terrestrial radio. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, but. We've been surviving without any of that, though, and actually on the incline with no radio before because we just infected people. It was like grassroots. This person tells this person, and they bring them to the concert, and they tell each other. And then with the Internet, they spread that out, and then boom, next thing you know, we're selling these places out.
0: Speaking yeah. of radio, radio's uh, Chris, a new game for us. You 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 got that nighttime radio voice. Yeah, no doubt. Everybody say that. <laughs> everybody
2: says that. Everybody he say that. He peeped it. He peeped yeah, it. Yeah, everybody, everybody say that. You,
1: you ain't even heard him do it yet, for real. <laughs> yeah, I okay. do. I
2: do radio voiceover stuff too. But that I, right? that's yeah. what I. That was my plan B. My plan B was if <laughs> if if this didn't work, I was gonna go be a. So I was you, gonna go be a. Radio so you're now, D. Do, 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 do. you're
1: now watching Willie D live, and never do
2: two, two. You're now watching Willie D live. Got that thing down <laughs> pat. You know what? It's like a. It's like a. It sounds like a mix between Wolfman Jack and Optimus Prime. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> that
0: was, that's impressive, man. No doubt, no, no, Hey, so
2: this is what I really want to do now, too. Though the guy that does Optimus Prime's voice, he just died. <laughs> like then within the last month or two. Now, God rest his soul. But I, I want that job. <laughs>
0: Hey, man. man, It's about evolution.
2: It's about evolution. See? It's about evolution. I I was a rapper, evolved into a singer, to Optimus Prime. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) So, so
0: Tech, back to this business side, because I know a lot of my my viewers and listeners, they want to know what's up on this business, man. Like, you got something going with this business, man. Yeah. Like, this independent thing that you got going, man. Yeah. This thing that you and Travis got going.
1: It starts with the music. Yeah. I wanted to make something that lasted forever, right? And right now it seems like it's gonna do it, even with streaming, fucking up the whole business. You know what I'm saying? For real, you know when it comes to um, artists getting paid. Man, ain't, ain't that a slick way, man? To, yeah. To, to making music free. You
0: know, it was it was when when they <clears> when <throat> we had the physical records. Yeah. You know they, you know they could always steal back then yeah, you know but it, yeah. boy, but God forbid you catch a load you know you catch yeah. a shipment coming through or some you yeah. walk in and you see them yeah. but with the digital yeah man
1: you know what I'm saying well, and, and, you and do don't it? get and don't and you, we don't get it we, we can't get around it you know what I'm saying we're still playing the game but our checks ain't like they used to be you know what I'm saying whenever you're getting uh 70% of a fraction of a penny you know what I'm saying for a mm. masterpiece. Right, you know what I'm saying with these streams, you know what I'm saying, it's pretty much free.
0: But how do you feel about the artists because you know we do when we do this music The artists getting we, we, fucked. But no, 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 no. What? actually not the artists but uh-huh. but the customers. Oh, the, it's for the, the customers. But it's this, for here, the customers. But here's the thing. It's customer friendly. That's what I'm saying. Well, my my thing is this. Like everything that we do, we go in that studio, true artists, we all we always got the artists, the 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 the, the fans in mind. Yeah, we do right. making this music. That's we right. But it seems like when I, when I read a lot of online forums and stuff like that, it seems like the fans got a fuck you type attitude. Many of the fans got like a fuck you attitude. Like, no, the away. shit is give the shit away for free and then we'll pay and we'll come see you perform. Well, see, that's you know, the, the, should, the, that's the, that's the, that's the. Don't worry about making money off
1: the record. Well, that's that's fucked up to say, but. And then the label
0: making all the money.
1: That's the, that's because they have. Where well, Apple's right. making. They have they have equity in with the Apple. streaming service. They have equity in the shit. So that's why the labels, you know what I'm saying, are so gung ho about it. But, right. you know what I'm saying? As far as the artists, you know what I'm saying? They're going to continue to get fucked unless the streaming services start charging more of the fan, you know what I'm saying, and then we'll be in a musical heyday if it's like cable television like Travis thinks, if he thinks it starts off free pretty much with pennies and this, that, and the other, and then next thing you know it'll be nine ninety nine. dollars then it'll go to uh, 19 dollars then it'll go to like, you know what I'm saying, $100 or $200, but like, like, still, like, like but, your cable bill. But
0: the artist is still being ripped because yeah. what the hell is Apple doing Besides just posting up the video, I mean, posting up the song or, or the exactly. video, whatever. It's like, we're, we're, what are we're, they doing?
1: We're forced. We're forced to um, make this music, and now that they're streaming, and we get shit for it. We're forced to do that to get all these motherfuckers at our shows. You know what I'm saying? And that's where yeah. we make our money. But. It's got to be a day when we start making money again from our fucking blood, sweat, and tears. Right. We don't just do bullshit yeah. music and do singles here. We, we'll play the singles game and shit like that, yeah. but we, we, we're trying to do bodies of work to present to these fans, and we this is how we put our kids
0: through college. Right. You know what I, I'm saying? I, I think a lot of fans don't realize- They that don't. This, this is the, I don't think they realize how hard it is for a lot of artists. I mean, a lot of times when they think of artists, they only think of the big, big, big ones that's sitting mm-hmm. on on top of the mountains of millions, but they don't think about those artists, yeah. you know, who make this music, and, 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 and here's the thing, most of the artists that are really, really passionate mm-hmm. are the ones who ain't way up there, right, you know? Right, know, and they need that money, they exactly. need those sales to exactly. survive, and I just don't believe I'm that. I'm in the trenches, man, I, don't
1: I, I see all the, you know I'm saying, because I'm in the underground as well as yeah. bleeding over to the mainstream, so I see all the young dudes that are coming up like, C, uh, like, like, like C, uh, C-Mob, and uh, uh, T-Nutty, and all these cats, you know what I'm saying, to use their own money to do their... Uh, to put their records out, man, and, and and their checks coming back from their consignment deals and everything ain't the same mm-hmm. anymore because of streaming. You know what I mean? So with all that being said, do we have five to ten more years to wait until streaming uh, has a bigger price on it, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. that, we, that we get a bigger percentage, you know what I'm saying, a greater percentage for our work, you know what I'm saying? We might not have, you know, life is not guaranteed. So it's like right now, it's like the worst climate ever in the music industry when it comes to artists getting paid for what they for the beautiful music that they do.
0: You know, and, and, I, and, the, and the effect of that is that this is the first generation since I've been alive mm-hmm. that is not going to experience the best music that their generation has to right. offer. Exactly? Right, 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 right. Because many of the artists, I know a number of just great, Mm-hmm. talented artists will not play the game. They're yeah. like, you know what, I'd rather do, I, before I get played, mm-hmm. I would rather do it for free and, and, and entertain myself. I would just rather make my music in my bedroom. Yeah. Well
2: then you gotta, <clears throat> you have to accept it as a hobby then. That's
0: you gotta what, accept it as a hobby. That, like that's what many of them are cause, doing.
2: cause you can't, cause looking at the, everything that, 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 that everybody's saying uh, as far as this subject goes is right, but looking at the glass half full, it is also a way if Apple Music puts your music up, and they are one of these big uh, uh, sources for streaming. You do have an opportunity for exposure, though. Them
0: bitches don't need all that money. They don't. You right?
2: Exactly. You right? You right, Willie? You right? Getting
0: thirty uh, percent. Thirty.
2: You're right. Percent percent Listen, it, it's affecting me.
0: For just uploading your shit. That's right. all they doing is but uploading. I'm saying,
2: but if this is the place that everyone goes, if everybody's going to Apple, and Apple will put you up, then you yes. do have an opportunity well, for exposure. That's a, all I'm saying. They
0: got the, more, they got the, they got the market covered. You, yeah. well, there's an opportunity, but there's a very small opportunity. Because, oh, it is. Because on that platform that they have called the, their, their website... There's only so many people can be on that front page. Yeah. No doubt. There's o- there's only so many album covers you can see on that <clears> front page and and then once you get past maybe the second page or something mm-hmm. man your ass is out there the and yeah, nobody looking you nobody looking in the looking. universe somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well
2: I I had to you know I had to change just the weather cuz I put out an album just recently in April. That's probably the best album I've ever done in my life. It was a usually I I've, I've been rapping for all this time. I put out like a singing album and I had the opportunity to be on the Apple Music and this on the front page of every single streaming source. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I had to change the way I was thinking about it because I was really pissed off about it. Like, it was driving me crazy. But I thought about to myself, like, you know what, man? At least even if I only get a little section of their front page, if I get a little section of everybody's front page, then maybe this will give me a boost. But
0: what happens when you don't get any of that front page? Because that will well, come times lost. when they're going to say, yeah. well, you know what? Uh, Travis Scott is banging space. harder, so yeah. You know, Travis you know, Scott got to have it. That spot and then and there's going to come a time. Yeah. When somebody's going to come buy the
2: whole page. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's going to happen. Every, yeah. All of it. I mean, said. you kind of got you yeah. got to you got to yeah. gonna take it. Cedric the Entertainer said, "Me and my wife had this joke all the time." Cedric the Entertainer said in the uh, in the movie uh, the Johnson Foundation mm-hmm. location, "I take, it, any I it. I I said, I'll take it anywhere I can get it." I said, "I take it anywhere I can get it." I'm gonna always <laughs> feel a way about it. You know what i Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to. Do, that's what my mother wanted me to do, man. My mother. Some people, mother and father, aspire for them to be doctors or lawyers. My mom wanted me to be a stand-up comic. It's funny. I, I, I believe you could have done
0: it if you. If oh, it ain't you too late. Like, you're one of them type of dudes, yo. Know, I feel like to do whatever you want
2: to. Do. I can't. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. Type I just need you to. I, I just need. And I quote a lot of people. so I'm gonna quote James Brown. To James Brown, I saw in the movie uh, Get On Up said. I just need you to open the door. You open the door, I'm gonna get go get it. it. You open yeah. the door, I'm gonna go get it, no matter what it is. Rachel plate. said, I'm "Don't make it do what it do." I'm right. make it. Do, I'm gonna make it do what it do, baby. Yeah. Right? You're right, and I, it ain't too late. I actually am gonna try. I want to try to like do uh some like amateur night stand up just somewhere. We try it out on stage. Sometimes. We do, yeah. We do it on st- every night sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It yeah, every just every happens
0: on, on its own. Yeah. Okay, so you guys are out on tour. Y'all, y'all out there. Y'all doing the big tour and everything. And mm-hmm. so y'all, y'all eating up a lot of mileage on that road. Oh man. And I'm sure y'all passed up the popos a few times. Yep. You know, hey man, you know we in a real we're in a real strange place. Yep. Uh, right now, yeah, we've know. been we've been in a strange we, we, place we, since
1: back since Emmett Till, but now it's being televised. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We've been in a strange place because everybody's a reporter now. Everybody has, with a phone, everybody reporting. got a phone, and you can see it happening, even though you know, even back then with Emmett Till, you know, everybody seen it, but it ain't like now where everybody's catching everything. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying social media make it to where everybody can see it, and then it's still. Uh, even though people see it and see that it 's unjust it 's still unjust for the victim you know but that 's what well,
2: 's making it worse because everybody 's yeah. a street reporter, but no one 's getting convictions yeah. Just this is what I would say. <laughs> Convict one or two of these niggas. Just just <laughs> throw us a bone. Give us just convict like convict two of them, and then I think that the the we shall overcome rallies will die down and we'll stop looting and stealing from the uh, sunshine beauty supply. <laughs>
1: they, they told me. They told me <laughs> I'm just say Some of my fans in Dallas told me in the last week, texted me and said, we can't come to your show with our face paint like we usually been doing because the police are pulling over people that look like clowns. I said, I wish a motherfucker would Pull me over because of my face pain. I've been the killer clown since nineteen ninety-four. Cool. But you ain't you in the saying? woods let me, let saying say, come here. Me, no, no, I'm not. But if I'm walking to my bus and I get pulled over, I wish a motherfucker would try to arrest me because my face is covered. That's just like saying every motherfucking cop is scaredy pussy ass motherfuckers that squeeze the trigger when they're scared of somebody. Yeah. That means that's just like saying that every Muslim is a motherfucking extremist that's gonna blow up motherfucking uh Times Square. You know what I'm saying? That's trying to the put a jacket on all these motherfuckers because of this motherfucker over here. You know what I'm saying? Please don't do me like that because I resemble something you think is fucked up. That's the problem with people. We're scared of each other, man. You know what I'm saying? Niggas are scared of each other. Uh, people are scared of each other, period. But police are scared of black people. Not all police, I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about the ones that we've seen that are shaking and the dude to say, why did you shoot me? And I got my hands up and the cops said, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? We keep seeing that over and over. I'm, I'm not saying all cops because my father is a cop. He's been LAPD since is I was that right? five. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, so, hey man,
0: man, yeah. Man, I, I hate to interrupt this, but we do got to take a break. And we will come right back and continue this discussion. No it's it's about to go down. No doubt. You know. Been waiting on this one. Yeah. yeah.
1: Your father's a cop. Yeah, my father's. LA, he's been LAPD since I can remember, since like I was five. You know, I'm from Kansas City, though, you know what I'm saying? But he moved out there. He went to the military, and then he became but a Your father, LAPD? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. The LA, worst cops. Man,
0: they, LAPD, <laughs> NYPD, they some of the worst yeah. motherfuckers. My on the planet. My father
1: father was the first cop on the scene. Some tell me your daddy wasn't like. Nah, he wasn't. wasn't He was the first cop on the scene at the Marvin Gaye tragedy. You know what I'm saying? He was the first cop on the scene. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. He told me a lot of stories. What did he tell you he saw? I can't remember. It was a long time ago, but I remember him telling me he was was the first cop on the scene. 83. 83. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the first cop on the scene. So, um, you know, I say that that to say um, all cops ain't these motherfuckers that are jittery and And fear a community. You know what I'm saying? So, all clowns ain't bad either. You know what I'm saying? All Muslims, my sister's name is. Basima Hana Khalifa, my brother's name is Abdul Alim Khalifa, my other brother is Hakim Hassan Khalifa, if, you, if Donald Trump wanna say he wants all Muslims out, this, that, and the other, that means my brothers and sisters, you got us fucked up, you know what I'm sizzling? That means that Kevin Gates can't go fucking nowhere then, right? You know what I'm saying? What the fuck do you mean? Just because of these extremists that the motherfuckers that practice this religion you think might do the same thing? Fuck you and fuck what you think, you know what I mean? I
0: wonder what his wife is. I
2: know she was, well I think he's talking about warrior. Muslims from other places coming here though I don't I don't think, I don't, think he was and, and I believe me I'm by no they means a Donald here. They but, are over here. but what I'm saying I'm by no means a Donald Trump supporter in any way shape or form but I'm saying that I think he was talking about Muslims that come into the country from other places them being extremists and come wanting to do harm to U.S. citizens. I, that's what I took from it. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I
0: I mean, Jake, but Kevin, but it's, it's Donald Trump. We're not gonna give him the benefit.
2: No, of no, that. no. We're not, not. But you. I'm just saying. Like I think that anybody with that idea is talking about foreign folks coming here. He said,
1: he said Muslims. No, he said Muslims, Man, he said Muslims. That's what the nigga
0: said. Yeah, yeah that's what the nigga said, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i, mean, I say just saying. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the nigga said, dog. So so, this, uh, so so this so so. When we, when we people talk. fear
1: each other. You know what yeah. I'm saying? If, if we eliminate fear, if we if 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 we if we didn't fear each other, we could stand near each other. But we're gonna continue to That's fear true. each other That's because true. motherfuckers don't want to get close That's enough true. to find out about each other's culture. Everybody's stuck in their ways. Right. So I don't see a brighter day. But I'm gonna see. I'm gonna tell you what brighter day I see every night. I see music bringing people from different walks of life, from different right.
0: cultures, in one place. But how do we do, how do we get past this ignorant ass? See, I, I feel like anybody who can lay their prejudices and their racist <clears throat> ass attitudes uh, uh, to, to the side
1: uh-huh.
0: for a moment of games, like we watch sports, or, yes. mm-hmm. or, or to or, sports brings people or, together too. Yes, sports yep. or, or music. Yep. We, you know, you can, you can, you can put it to the side yeah. for, for for three hours for yeah. a three hour concert or three hours It's gonna have to take for, for a three hour sporting event but check this out this, this, my point is this uh-huh. to me it's hypocritical Mm-hmm. See, if I was a racist, I'd be a motherfucking full-time, cold-blooded motherfucking racist. I yes. don't give a fuck. I ain't finna be working for nobody, black. Uh-huh. I ain't gonna shake nobody's hands, black. Uh-huh. I ain't finna motherfucking speak to you. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck everything about you. I don't uh-huh. care nothing about you at all. I ain't uh-huh. faking. I ain't doing no faking. I ain't working with you. I ain't doing none of that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. These motherfuckers are hypocrites because they pick and choose when they want to be racist, when they want to be prejudiced. Exactly. You know, like when if if you're gonna. How do we come to a damn concert and we get along and we root for the same person on that stage? Yes, mm-hmm. All of us are rooting. We we all in harmony. Mm-hmm. You know when we're going to the game and we're rooting for that black guy. Yes. You know to make that touchdown. Yes. that White guy. How can it be racism not,
1: when to to knock you knock the love
2: sports? The yes. Mm-hmm. I always not, said that. Not the ball it's prejudgment. The it's prejudgment yes. then, though.
0: As soon as the game is over and we get out of the stadium uh-huh. and we start heading our cars, we don't trust them. Watch out, watch your back. Don't exactly. look at you know, them. Exactly. because it's we this mindset back. of we're fucking programmed.
2: Yeah, it, it reminds me of uh, do the right thing. Because memory said, "Who's your favorite rock star? Prince. Who's your favorite basketball player? Magic Johnson." He's like, "Well, they're not niggas." You know? It's that kind of mentality right. it's, 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 it's prejudgment Because they see you in the street They see me in the street I wear my hat like this You know what I'm saying I wear my hat backwards And I got my sunglasses on All the, the time The only thing They're going to prejudge us That you know what can I'm
1: remotely Stop racism And people Hating each other The only thing In my mind that, That's even close hmm. And maybe not even this It's going to have to be Another race like uh, Like Aliens come and start Fucking everybody up And then we're gonna have to come together. That's the only thing. So I don't think that's That's ever gonna happen. That's the
0: only time we come together in America is when there's a fucking crisis. Exactly. When there's a crisis or when there's a football, a a sporting activity, exactly, a a sporting event, or or a damn musical concert, a festival or something. That's the only time we come together. When. 9-11 9/11 happened, and the building
1: fell, and everybody had soot all over their face. Everybody was the same color. Everybody. Everybody's working together. Everybody.
0: It was like, it was so, like okay, it's us. It was an enemy. Mm-hmm. It was an enemy that yeah. did this.
1: So the only thing that's going to bring people out of that bullshit, and the enemy becomes that other motherfucker. Right. right. You know what I'm
0: saying? Right now, the enemy. But uh, here, but here's the thing, Tech. I'm, I'm not so sure that that would solve it because
2: nah.
0: races. If, 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 if whatever that other enemy is. If that motherfucker don't come up in here and actually take over America, like root out the people that's in, in charge, uh-huh. the systemic motherfuckers yeah. who, mm-hmm. who've been indoctrinated to continue racism, uh-huh. if you don't get rid of all these racist ass judges and uh-huh. racist ass police sergeants and captains and fucking unions yeah. and shit, if they don't get that rid of- That alien has to they, be the top they, of the gotta food chain. They destroy that shit. They gotta destroy that yeah. shit. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, all the motherfucker's gonna do is Regroup, and as soon as we get help them get rid of that enemy, that common enemy,
2: they're going to come right back and say,
0: all right, get you well, back in that's place. That's why I said
2: remotely you know, close. Yeah.
1: That's why I said There's
2: one other thing. You know, brothers brothers are at an all-time high in popularity right now, and that's with all races. So what's going to probably end up happening, there's a lot of mixed babies out. If you look at there's a lot of Zendayas and a lot of that going <laughs> on. So maybe if we become even more popular... It'd be all mixed. Everybody just be a everybody just be mixed. Well, it's mixed always gonna be old folks that's stuck, that's
0: stuck in their ways, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, I might just go do my part and get one of y'all women <laughs> and get her pregnant. It's, that's what I'm trying to tell you.
2: There's a lot of mixed kids out here, so maybe everybody look like Steph Curry in about I'm the next twenty years, and it's gonna, that's gonna be. be cool. Every black man. <laughs> I'm just <laughs>
0: Every black man go out there and get a white woman, get a white woman and make her pregnant. Every black woman. Let's go start there tonight and get
2: pregnant by a white to man. Hill, though,
0: what happened to Emmett Till? When
1: he's, what he, what did he Did he speak to a black woman, a white woman? What, 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 what was it? Yeah, but it's a new day.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. can't even eyeball them now. You know, I've had plenty of white women at this point. So yeah, but, yeah, <laughs> but
0: but, but, you, but depending on where you are, you know, you could be accosted.
2: You could. Yeah. yeah. Unless you sing and dance, and then. You can get away with. it. Fortunately, I sing and dance. I'm cool. <laughs> nah, don't,
0: don't don't don't. I know you ain't no cool. Anybody can nah, get nah, it, I'm Anybody, anybody can get
2: it. Now anybody can get it.
0: Yeah. Nah, get it. So what are we gonna do about these dirty cops? I mean, what's the solution as far as? Dude, it's gonna right, get worse. For right now, it's not gonna. It's not gonna. It's, right now, we know ain't no aliens on their way here. I mean, I think the well, aliens are already here.
2: Oh, yeah. you do? Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Who is
1: maybe. it? Lil Wayne is one of them. Oh, damn. damn. Get, yeah, Andre 3000, they say they're aliens. Oh, that's right, they say that, okay. <laughs> he's a Martian, you know what I'm saying? Lil Wayne say he's a Martian, that's my nigga.
0: Man, man, how, do, how do you feel, man, when, when people start trying to associate you with this Illuminati thing?
1: Fuck them. <laughs> they, say, they, they, they say that the is supposed to show you where the money is. Yeah. Nigga, I've been on the Forbes list four times in a row and there's going right. to be more. I know what, how, how to go get the money. I don't need nobody to help me. But
0: was they saying that before you started getting to the money?
1: No. No. It's after you start always, getting to the money. It's, always
0: so
2: get so money. It's a, it's so it's a,
1: a nigga just can't get money without some secret society helping them. Right. And, I'm going to tell you like this. Motherfuckers was calling me a devil worshiper back in the day. Motherfucker, you think I would have chose this long ass road to get to success if I had the devil with me my nigga are you crazy i'm right. supposed since the devil is <laughs> supposed to be the motherfucker that can do everything for you if you sell right? your soul why did i have to start at the bottom and take this long to start getting to the mainstream motherfucker right. i wanted to i wanted to do that Extreme back then lie. when i started yeah. if yeah. i had the devil right. on my side motherfucker why am i not where the fuck drake and everybody else right. is motherfucker why am i not where eminem is motherfucker right. fuck you and the illuminati and the devil worship and shit i'm from a fucking Barker Temple Church of God in Christ, nigga. I was in the Sunshine Band, nigga. I, I went to church every day of the motherfucking week because of my family the, doing the sewing circles and all that kind of shit. Fuck y'all, man. In what hood of niggas, I grew up in a blood neighborhood, my nigga. And <laughs> what hood of niggas were worshiping the devil would not get your ass kicked? <laughs> You're talking.
0: Now, nah, 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 and that, and that answers the question. Okay. That, that answers another question uh, for me because one of the uh, questions I was going to ask you, one of the things that I had, I had in mind to ask you was that: what question are you sick of answering? That, <laughs> that sounds like that. That, that sounds like the question, right? Man. Yeah, now, right?
1: it's just stupid. People need yeah. something to talk about, man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? When you look different and. I come from a church background, so I spoke about religion. You know what I'm saying? Right. God, why is my mom sick? Show me a God. Show me some sign. I'm, I can't find no ghost. If I found ghosts, it will prove to me that the spiritual realm exists. And what I'm praying for, t- for my sick mama, who I just lost... Two years ago, to lupus, you know what I'm saying, somebody would be listening. You know what I mean? That's all I was saying. And because of my imagery with the red spiked hair, not that I was a blood and red was my color and I had the red blood crown on my head, niggas were looking at it like that. They're like, oh, okay, he's a devil worshiper. You know what I'm saying? This, that, and other. That nigga's a devil worshiper. And what hood is that cool? If it was anybody weird on your block, even if it was an old man that was always grumpy, we stood outside that house, my nigga. Like, what the fuck is wrong with that motherfucker? Right. And we was going to find out. What the fuck was going on? In what hood? Have you ever had a devil worship bring you out? How do you do it? I don't fucking know. You
2: can't devil worship in a black neighborhood. No,
0: you cannot.
2: You You cannot do this.
0: You'd be discovered.
1: You'd be discovered quick. Or build bombs. Exactly. (laughs) Without your fucking parents saying, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Nowadays, but you know I'm saying after Reaganomics, you know what I'm saying, and crack and all that kind of shit, you know what I mean it's like you know our generations just kept getting worse and worse, we you know, that we, was that we, was we, the yeah, bomb yeah yeah we we, huh. we 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 actually happen to get a piece of all the goodness our people our age, you know what I'm saying, like uh-huh. you know our parents and shit like that, like before crack happened that's and true shit like that that's you know true what I'm saying that's true so, I had a little you know, try to, to neutralize the fucking um Black Panthers and shit like that, but that shit spread abroad, you know what I mean, and it, it it got out of control. And things are gonna continue to get out of control, so I came to the realization that I'm gonna take care of the ones that I love, and uh, you know, I've thought about buying so many guns, and then I start thinking about, I ain't got no tanks though, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't have that heavy artillery, so unless you got a tank in front of your house, or like, a uh, hundred tanks that's around your house and you shooting everything moving and they can drop a bomb on your house because you're a threat it would have to go to that yeah. to protect your loved ones so you just gotta be ready for when it comes man and just try to live within this hell and this heaven that
0: we create within hell yeah and we did a lot of creating I had Little Troy uh, Little Troy on the show a few uh, weeks ago and Lil Troy came on the show and apologized for the role that he played in selling dope to uh, particularly crack cocaine yeah to the to the youngsters parents yeah i mean that was heavy for him to 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 say that because yeah. most most people won't take that responsibility yeah. right. and then you you got dudes out there right now that's selling that that's beating their chest like it's cool like you know this is what i do that's know? all I'm, they know that's I all mean, they man. know
1: that's all they know but
0: they don't he he was like man i didn't understand that i would was going to destroy these kids' lives. I didn't understand nah. what I'm, and I'm gonna tell you for I a long looking time at like that. for a long time <clears throat> I, I for a long time I didn't I didn't have a problem with a person selling dope. Because I always felt like you got a grown as long as you sell you no know, sell to kids and stuff, you try mm-hmm. to sell to my mom. But I just felt like if you got a grown person that wanna buy some dope, yeah, and you got another grown person wanna sell some dope, what's the problem? Yeah. You know, but the thing is is that it's 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 the residual effect. Yeah that you know where domino where, effect. Yeah, it's that where you know these 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 parents of being turned out on this crack cocaine, and just because somebody is on a drug addict, don't mean they don't get horny. Mm-hmm. I mean, so when these people have children, yeah. what kind of children you think they're gonna have, exactly. and what you what, and what type of life lessons do you think yeah. they're going to pass? Well, that down. comes
2: maturity, though, man. That comes we mature. Hopefully, we <clears> mature as we get older. So you start having that conviction, like, and you start having that. You know, you start feeling like, like man, we're, we're, resp- I'm responsible for the world. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying when you're a upstanding person. Like you know what I'm saying We've become And I've evidently You know You've matured To become that person
1: Like where, where are the parents Of the little kids Or the young dudes In Chicago That are shooting On the expressway Just for initiation You That's know what I'm crack saying baby Shoot, Crack baby babies just crack babies, Just driving by And nobody can find them Because they're on the yeah. expressway You know what I'm saying Where are they parents You know what I'm saying right. That's what I'm saying It's like it's going to get worse. Are they going to have kids? They are. You know what That's I'm right. saying? That's what
2: me and Muggs were just yeah. talking about the other day. These are the crack. This generation is the crack babies babies. You know what I'm and, saying?
0: And I, and I want to point out, too, because, you know, there's some people going to be listening to this uh, show, uh, watching this show overseas. They're going to be watching. Some people are going to right. be watching this show that are not black, and they're going to be thinking when we say crack, we just talking about black people. No, nah, you're nah, not, not talking about black, black people. people. And they're going nah. to be hearing this like, Oh yeah, they're the problem. Nah, 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 nah. nah,
2: nah we nah. never say black. We say crack.
0: No, we talking about crack, crack. Black people don't. Black people don't have a a, 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 a corner. Black people don't have the market locked on crack, mm-hmm. and, and, and 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 white people ain't got it locked on heroin yeah. and, or or meth. Right, no doubt. you know, because but meth, these drugs are meth being meth introduced
2: meth into these neighborhoods, into those particular neighborhoods. Crack was introduced into the black neighborhood. Meth yep. has been introduced into the white neighborhoods. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why you're gonna associate those colors with those drugs.
0: Yeah, that's cold blooded, man. That the government had a hand in all of this. Oh yeah. Already? Oh yeah. They always everything bad that happens in the world. The government always had a hand. Because
1: drugs it. and guns sell, man. Well, yeah.
2: because the government is actually supposed to stop all of this that's why we even have government. When I pay taxes, I'm thinking, what is the government actually doing for me? Mm-hmm. I am I'm not and I have I have to pose that question to myself cuz I'm not really sure I have to take an account of that in my brain cuz I feel like, man, you know, as a musician, we're sole proprietors. So you're getting taxed 48%. So half of all my money I make going to the government. I'm like, man, they should be at my house cleaning up or something, shit. Right. What are they doing for me? You know what I mean? So I don't know. I don't know.
0: Well, they they, they 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 trying to get your bread, man. They trying to oh, get yeah. your cake. Oh yeah. Well, they gonna get it. They got mine. They got mine. I I didn't pay
1: taxes from <laughs> ninety seven to twenty fifteen. I think it was twenty fourteen, and I paid it back. It was like, it was like, uh, it was a lot of money. Yeah, me yeah. too. I paid it back within three months. You know what I'm saying? And. Uh, I was blessed to be able to do that. It was over a million bucks, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So you got the you know, money, so.
0: man. You got mm. you got money, you got the you got the tour buses, you got the cribs, you got yeah. the but you got the keep trips. It. You, gotta you gotta keep I, it it's hard to keep it. Yeah, I just yeah. got a
1: new a new big house, you know, and you gotta keep it. It's it's stressful because you when you know you know when when everything is contingent uh when, 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 when everything is like put on like okay, this music and music Is for free now, you know what I'm saying? You have to think of other things. Okay, we're gonna do liquor, we're gonna put out caribou, we're gonna do this. We got this merchandise over here that's like Nordstrom, you know what I'm saying? So that's a good thing, you know, when touring, you know, um, like this tour being like the worst one that we've done, you know what I'm saying? Because one is in the fall, and two, uh, I missed the date for the record, which was uh, September 9th and I was trying to put together a perfect storm, you know what I'm saying, so we had to push it to December. Mm -hmm. This tour was supposed to be in support of that record. So the the record was supposed to come out on the 9th, we started the tour on the 8th, you know what I'm saying. So, you know what I'm saying, in that regard, you know, um, you you really have to really be tough skinned and say, you know what, I'm gonna keep on pushing. Because I have all this to protect, I have the, all these artists to protect. We can't stop now, you know what I'm saying? And when we just sold out Red Rock at ten thousand plus people on this right. tour, I was like, Oh my God, that's so beautiful!
0: Now, you know, were, you, were you were you and your artists the only ones on yes, this stage? Yes. Yeah.
1: It was it was me, uh, and two artists that people don't know that right. we took with us. Right. So it was my crowd, you know what I'm saying? Ten thousand people sold out Red Rock, and coming from you know place like Bemidji Minnesota where it was only like 250 people or 300 or something like that and a place that might hold 800 or something like that you right. know what i mean those kind of things happening in your career when you just last year you were doing all the big shows you know what i'm saying it's it can be discouraging you know what i mean and you think about that big house you just bought and you think about you know, the, the the new car your 17-year-old wants, you know what I'm saying, and the car you just brought to You have a 17-year-old? Yeah, yeah, I got my youngest yeah. at 17, you know what I'm saying? Rainbow.
0: Do he go around looking for ghosts like you used to do when you were little? She, 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 she. <laughs> Rainbow, no, she, Rainbow, she's uh,
1: 17. <laughs> okay. She just turned 17 uh, March she, 25th. Did she search for ghosts? No, nah, I don't think she searched <laughs> for ghosts. She's like a dancer, you know right. what I'm saying? Right. She's cheerleading and everything else, you know what I'm saying? Okay. My, my eldest, Aaliyah, she just turned 22. So you don't uh, have any boys? Yeah, I got one boy. Okay. Dantez, he's about to be 22 okay. on the 28th of October, and I'm flying him to LA to do this show with Dage Dave Loaf. You know, I'm going to fly him out there for his birthday. I have dinner with him and everything. He's going to be 22, yeah. and uh, he's working at a Car parts spot You know what I'm saying Making some good money I'm proud of them That's you good You know what man. I mean And my little girl Lily She's in college uh, I'm paying for her To go to college This is her last year Her fourth year and What's
0: her major um, uh, Broadcasting You know nice. what I'm saying This Yeah she she got a She got a foot in yeah. Already yeah. you know? Yeah. I know she can start With you You already had a Backstage covering it yeah, yeah, hundred.
1: yeah, she just did it on this tour, yes, nice. yes, nice, yes I got good. to see my dollars at work That's good that's And it, good. it made me feel good because I'm always busy And I ain't been up to her school not once And she's like, Daddy, you ain't even been up there And that's my last year I'm like, I'm gonna get there, baby You know right. what I'm saying? So um, after this tour is done, you know what I mean? Uh, after we come from uh, Australia and New Zealand around Thanksgiving, man You know, a little bit after that, I'm gonna try to pop up on her You know what I mean? Because, uh... I love to see like when times are bad and you got young girls that are getting turned out by young pimps and shit like that, you know what I mean? I have these two young girls out there in LA, you know what I mean? I mean California and it's like um it's a blessing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That they still level headed enough to not be having have their brains taken by a young dude. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and led down that path and my son knowing that I grew up in a blood neighborhood and he don't go that route and he's working and this, that, and the other, I feel blessed. Because as a parent, you have to worry that your kids get around the wrong motherfuckers and no matter how smart they are, the wrong motherfucker with the wrong words and the wrong outlook on life can influence them motherfuckers and make them go down with them, you know what I mean? So you just pray that your daughters don't get with a dumbass nigga or you pray that your 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 son right. don't get with no ratchet ass bitch. Not saying that all ratchet bitches are bad, I'm just saying dumbass bitch, you know what I'm <laughs> I saying? I like a ratchet bitch Yeah, I like a man bitch yeah. too, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Ratchet ain't all bad, don't get me wrong, but you know what I'm saying? You just pray your son don't get with a monkey wrench hoe, you know what I'm saying? Right. And uh <laughs> thus far Got two twenty-year-old, two twenty-two-year-olds almost, you know what I'm saying, um, and a seventeen-year-old. You know, I, I'm, I'm proud. I'm proud. Yeah. And without their mamas, I don't think it would have been that good because I've been on the road all their life. You know what I'm saying?
0: And uh... now, y'all hear that? That's nice to hear, man. To, to, to be on social media wherever you guys are chiming in from to hear a man say something nice about his kids, Mom. uh uh-huh. Cause boy, you know they be ripping these women. Uh yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, that's yeah, cool, yeah. man. You are a good dude, man. Yeah. And I appreciate everything you've been you brought to the game, yeah. man. Told you, brother. Keep doing your thing, man. Yes, What's sir. coming up next for you?
1: Um, my album, The Storm, I think it's my best work. Um, December 9th. Um, my last show on this tour, the Come Before the storm tour, is Halloween in Missouri and I'm home for one day to pack, to fly over to uh, Australia and New Zealand to about uh, Thanksgiving, man, and uh, after that I'll be working on new music, I'll be doing a a new Tech 9 collabos, and I'll be doing uh, an EP called Orbit, you know. um, Yeah, I'm just still going forward, brother. That's what I'm saying, and how can
0: people get in touch with you?
1: You can find me on therealtech9.com. You spell Tech 9, T-E-C-H-N, number 9-N-E, N-9-N-E. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Tech 9. and on I'm always on Instagram, at The Real Tech 9. You know what I'm saying? on Facebook, as Aaron D. Yates and Tech 9. You know what I mean? Right. But if you want to find anything about Tech nine, yeah, you gotta, you got to go to therealtech9.com. Yeah, you can find okay. our store there, our wonderful store, with our merchandise. You can find blog pages, everything. Everything you want to know about Tech 9 is all there.
0: Chris? Yeah. On your handles.
2: Everything's Chris Calico. Everything is really just at Chris Calico. K R I Z Z K A L I K O. Everything. Instagram's at Chris Calico. Facebook, Twitter. Only thing different is my um, Snapchat is GeniusKK because somebody stole Chris Calico before I got there.
0: Unoriginal ass
2: motherfucker. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah, I hate them Hope.
0: type of people steal yeah. your name and don't even can't do steal shit. Steal my
2: name and now I can't, can't be Chris Galico on Snapchat. It back, you know? Anyway, yeah, well, it's happens. Thank, thank you guys. I appreciate yeah, man. Thank, show, man. thank you, brother. Thank we thank appreciate you, you man. brother. I Keep like it. it. Thank you. I
1: like, I like real shit. You know what I'm saying? It's not pre rehearsed and all that shit. Exactly. I like that shit. Yeah, it's appreciate wonderful. y'all, man.
0: Well, y'all, it's been a pleasure. It's been a thrill to let you know how I feel. Some may grit and pitch a fit, but the watch on my wrist, say that's all you're gonna get. Until next time, y'all be good. If you can't be good be great. Say the line. No more talk.
2: Willie D. Live.